0: The Living Traditions Festival is back Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at Washington Square Park in downtown Salt Lake City. You will find a global food court, live music, performances, art, workshops, Bohemian Brewery and stuff for kids. Full disclosure, this is my favorite Salt Lake Festival. For details and to see the full program, visit LivingTraditionsFestival.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook at SLCLivingTrad. Today on CityCast Salt Lake, something that helps me keep my head on straight during an election week is focusing on government accountability. Okay, you're elected. Now listen to me. And there's a really big opportunity for that this week in the case of U.S. Magnesium versus the Great Salt Lake. U.S. Magnesium is asking the Utah Division of Water Quality for a permit to draw 100,000 gallons of water per minute out of the dangerously low Great Salt Lake. You know, the lake with toxic dust at the bottom. Alex Bayu is a policy associate at Heal Utah and an organizer with Save Our Great Salt Lake. He's here to break down why now is the time for public intervention. Today's Thursday, November 10th, 2022. I'm Ali Bayarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Alex Feiyu, before we like get into mining and water rights and all these things, how are you feeling about the status of the Great Salt Lake these
1: days? (laughs) I'm feeling, I'm feeling good and I'm feeling hopeful, which is something I always need to remain in my mind. You know, you're giving me the. You're looking
0: shocked, Ali.
1: Yeah,
0: completely I, shocked. Did not think that was going to be your response. <laughs> I
1: mean, it, it's obviously like a very. It's 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 a dark outlook, realistically, when you kind of look at the facts and all that. But the reason why I say that my outlook is cheery and positive is because. We're moving forward and we're, we're starting to get more organized. Um, I'm feeling really hopeful that we've got a lot of great people that are coming out of the woodwork with this U.S. magnesium issue and realizing how ridiculous it is is that they want to take 100,000 gallons of water out of the lake a minute. Yeah,
0: I'm going to stop you there because I want to talk about US Mag, but before we do, I'm going to ask you to give us the spark notes on water rights because it is a word that we toss around a lot in conversations about the lake, but I think we take for granted that everyone knows what water rights are. I mean, when we say water rights, what are we talking about?
1: So a spark notes version is water rights are how we decide to divvy up water a long time ago the system is like ultimately pretty darn outdated and was created in a time where we didn't have the full perfect data sets to properly do something like this and we're still operating off of that till this day
0: let's talk about the future of water rights and specifically this deal with u.s magnesium who are these guys what do they have to do with the lake what is their water right
1: So they are one of the folks who have, they have a water right. They're well within their measure to be pulling out all this water out of the lake. As an environmentalist, I see them as an egregious abuser of not only the water around the Great Salt Lake, but the air quality. So so Heal Utah, when we started about 20 years ago, one of our first campaigns was fighting against U.S. magnesium to clean up their chlorine emissions because they ultimately were deemed as a super fun site. You know, there's a lot of different industries that are out on the lake. There's the brine shrimpers that you hear about, there's Mm -hmm. the salt, there's magnesium, and there's going to be lithium that's going to be mined out there soon. But magnesium, why we're all so upset about magnesium is ultimately they are the only ones that are diverting water from the lake and evaporating it. So they're the only ones who are are fighting against our efforts, essentially. So, you know, you kind of work with folks like the brine shrimping industry, the salt industry. They all want to see water in the lake. U.S. Magnesium is pretty much the sole operator who is actively taking water out of the lake. Why is that? Ultimately, right now, U.S. Magnesium is the largest domestic producer of magnesium in the United States. So that is where we get all of our magnesium from. Magnesium is super important because it pretty much anything that you're going to be binding metal with, be it my soda can here or my laptop, has to have magnesium in it as a binder to make mm-hmm. the metal work. Um, you know, it works on a level with my laptop and the soda can, but ultimately it kind of turns into this national security thing and it turns into this U.S. war machine thing where, you know, The military industrial complex needs these federally designated critical minerals is what magnesium lies under. This permit is going to eventually, I mean, it has the potential to go to a federal level. At the federal level, the Army Corps of Engineers isn't going to care about some brine shrimp and some flies dying. They care about us being able to have magnesium because the next sources of magnesium come from China. And you start getting these like jingoistic, xenophobic arguments of like, hey, we need to secure our national security. We need this magnesium. And unfortunately, it's happening in a way that we are going to be seeing all the effects with, with the toxic dust bowl. And um, it's really, it's interesting that the late conversation has now reached this point of national security with U.S. magnesium.
0: First of all, I did not expect your answer to spiral us into national security. But- <laughs> <laughs> the conversation around the Great Salt Lake continues to be multifaceted. Um, can you just paint a picture for me exactly how much water is U.S. magnesium pulling out of the lake? Because when we talk about lake levels, it's often like hard to picture.
1: I have the permit pulled up right here. The project would maintain a conveyance of lake water intake flow of 100,000 gallons per minute from the Great Salt Lake, which okay. is just... Pretty wild. And, you know, to to back it up, you know, they they have historically been taking this water out of the lake, but we've reached a point where the lake is so low that that water is no longer going into those collection canals by natural gravity. So they want to dig them deeper and they want to dig them longer so they can just get their straw just all the way into this kind of sad looking limping lake that we have these days. So this permit is on its way to a federal level. Um, Right now, we are at a point where it is at a stopping point. It's, it's at a, it's at a pre, pre pre-check step through the Division of Water Quality with the state of Utah. Um, We see this as our most, our, our, our most likeliest chance to get this stopped as we do have a sound legal argument that this does impair water quality if this permit were to be established and certified and put through.
0: So if I understand this correctly, U.S. magnesium is basically saying we want more water, we want deeper canals now. And the concern is that if this isn't fought and shut down at the state level, it will be escalated to a federal level, at which point it's harder to fight?
1: So as I said, you have this argument of national security. So if it if it makes it to the federal level, they're basically just going to rubber snap this one. Um, you know, unfortunately, they don't really care about what we're going to be breathing in from a toxic dust bowl. They don't really care about the the, the loss of millions and millions of birds that we're going to see washing up on the lakeshore. Why that's important is is because you hear about the brine shrimp, you hear about the brine flies. It kind of is this thing like... Why does, why do people care about these stupid little shrimp? Why do they care about these stupid little flies? That's a good question. I mean, that is, that's, that's the food chain for Mm -hmm. this entire ecosystem. We're fighting an angle of water quality due to increased salinity levels because water is going to be drawn out of the lake by U.S. magnesium. All of these, this, this whole ecosystem will collapse because the brine shrimp and the brine flies can't survive in uh, destroyed water qualities, It's terrible. And it's, it's you know, not only is it just going to affect where we are here in, in Salt Lake City, but it's going to ripple out to the larger ecosystem throughout the United States. You know, these are migratory birds. They're ending up in Canada and Alaska. They're ending up all over the place. Um, so it'll affect those ecosystems as well. An argument I heard the other day is we don't know what type of, like, what type of disease is going to be born out of all these birds being dead on the side of the lake? Like, who knows how that'll affect us. Um, but we are really, yeah. if this permit gets approved, we are facing ecosystem collapse.
0: Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Spring is when leases expire, and if you're looking for a new or better apartment situation, here's the scoop at Ico Fort Union. Fort Union is Ico's newest build in Cottonwood Heights off 1300 East and 6720 South. And as they say in real estate, location, location, location. Ico Fort Union puts you 10 minutes from the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and central to all the Fort Union shops and restaurants, but the complex is located on a dead-end street, so you get peace. Ico Fort Union offers studio one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes, plus these very cool three-bedroom work-live apartments, so if you're starting something new, you can live above your business space. Amenities include a pet spa, a spin loft, a bike hub, and EV charging stations. And they are signing leases right now. So visit liveatfortunion.com for a tour. I'm trying to figure out who's not reading the room in this situation, because what we've been hearing from the Utah legislature and state leaders is that they're really concerned about the lake. Governor Cox is worried about the lake. He just issued a proclamation saying no new diversions from the lake. Um, Speaker of the House, Brad Wilson, is worried about the lake. He just hosted a, a summit. Like It feels like the biggest story in our state right now, in so many ways. And yet, I'm struggling to see where US magnesium is even on the table, given what we're hearing from leaders. Why would the state even consider this project? Do they have to legally consider it? Like, is that what's happening here?
1: Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it it is kind of a profits over people type scenario is why you're kind of seeing U.S. magnesium get away from it as far as it's concerned with folks like Speaker of the House Brad Wilson and our entire state legislature. I mean, that's just kind of business as usual. But Mm. I never come out against the bureaucrats. You know, the bureaucrats are just doing their job. You know, they U.S. magnesium puts in this permit, so they have to like they legally have have to like hear this like draft permit and put it out for public comment but you know us magnesium time and time again has been proven a bad actor if you want to make magnesium if you want to produce magnesium that's all fine and dandy but you either a you got to for every gallon of water you take out of a lake you got to go buy some water rights upstream and secure those water rights coming down to the lake or you just gotta you gotta come up with a new way to do it. You gotta pay a new engineering team to 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 float some pipes to the other side of the lake or, or do it in a way that you kinda catch the water from these evaporative processes. The reason I ultimately remain hopeful is because we had uh, just over 100 people. I think it was about 120 people at a public hearing for this permit um, two or three weeks ago now. And it was just so beautiful and inspiring, the movement that is emerging out of this Great Salt Lake issue.
0: It sounds like you don't think this is a done deal. And it sounds like you think the best place to strike down this U.S. mag deal is right now at the state level. Who has the power to cut this thing off? Like when people are getting involved, address, writing public comment, who are they addressing it to?
1: So it's, being, it's just being addressed to the division of water quality. Um, that, that's essentially that. That is who the entity is that is going to say yay or nay on this. And they've been working with us. You know, it, the the public comment period was supposed to close, I believe, a week ago or maybe two weeks ago. They, they gave us a three week extension on the public comment period. <laughs> so they are hearing us, and they're 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 seeing all of this upswell around this issue, for certain. Ultimately, we want them to turn down this permit.
0: I'm obsessed with this recent polling that was in the Deseret News that. 81% of Utahns are at least somewhat worried about the lake. I mean, that's got to be like one of the strongest polling issues in the whole state. <laughs> 81 is pretty high for us. Um, and so I think there are probably a lot of folks who are getting involved. I mean, I never thought that I would want to get involved in water bureaucracy, but here we are. <laughs> and so I think a lot of people are coming into this and they're, they're coming in hot, they're frustrated, like they wanna submit public comment. What are kind of the basics of writing a good public comment without spending half your day doing it?
1: I mean, you don't have to spend half your day, that's for sure. It's not gonna take you more than five or 10 minutes to do. Um, Mm. Something that's really important that we've really been trying to work and stress throughout our organizational connections, we just need a large range of voices on this. So definitely make sure that Mm. you kind of state who you are, why you care about this type of stuff. Um, and ultimately, when it comes to this permit, we do really distinctly need to make a water quality angled issue because this is the vision of water quality. You need to have a sentence or two in your public comment that says this is affecting the water quality because it is raising salinity levels in the lake and then it is going to disrupt the food chain. As you just need that one sentence and that is taken into effect and it will be part of the grander kind of roundup of all the comments that is going to be given. I'm happy to help anybody through this process. My email is really easy. It's at org. Everybody's concerned about what they're b- going to be breathing. Everyone's concerned about the yeah. snowpack and the economic issues that are around this. Everyone's heard these arguments before about the Great Salt yeah. Lake. but
0: Air quality is definitely my big one. I love birds, but like, I'm like, <laughs> what are we going to be breathing is that's, that's my North star.
1: I hear you. I mean, I have this in my own personal life, these conversations. So like, yeah, what do you think? Is the lake really going to be like, are we good? Should I sell my house? Should I get (laughs) out of here? Leave the key in the door? Yeah, I remain strong. That I am so inspired and excited to see the folks that have stepped up already. We're getting organized. We're meeting up and we're figuring out how how to solve this issue.
0: Alex Fayou, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it.
1: Of course. Thanks so much, Ali. Always good to see you.
0: Mark your calendars, folks, because the public comment period for this U.S. magnesium deal ends this Monday, November 14th. And Save Our Great Salt Lake is hosting a quick workshop on writing an effective public comment tonight, November 10th at 7 p.m. on Zoom. I put the link in the show notes. At the meeting, you can write and submit your comment and then put your newfound comment writing skills to good use forevermore. Because between the Great Salt Lake... Harley's Canyon Mine, and the gondola proposal, writing public comments is something we should all get pretty good at. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye!